Section 4 of The Mentor Benjamin Franklin This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by John Doherty The Mentor Benjamin Franklin, Volume 6, Number 7 Serial Number 155 May 15, 1918, by Albert Bushnell Hart. Section 4. Benjamin Franklin as Politician and Diplomat. 3. Franklin prepared himself unconsciously for political life, even in his boyhood, when he wrote articles for his brother's newspaper attacking the established religious and political system of Massachusetts. In the paper that he established when he was but twenty-three, the Pennsylvania Gazette, he handled the questions of the day in masterly fashion. About this time he published a pamphlet in favor of paper money, which shows how early his mind was directed toward large questions concerning the government. When he joined the Pennsylvania Assembly, he became a leader of the Quaker majority, and to represent the interests of the colony, he was sent as commissioner or agent to England. He remained there for five years, returning to Philadelphia in 1762, only to stay at home until 1764, when he was sent on his second mission to England. This time he remained for ten years. The period covering the exciting agitations regarding the Stamp Act, its passage, its repeal, and all the tumultuous proceedings that finally led to the Revolution. Franklin's composure during the ordeal of parliamentary investigation, his witty replies, and his brilliant evasions to embarrassing questions, greatly enhanced his reputation. His clever satirical essays, published in separate pamphlets, were widely circulated. During this period of activity, Franklin lived in Craven Street, London, pursued his scientific studies, was appointed on committees to put lightning rods on St. Paul's Cathedral and the government's powder magazines, attended meetings of various scientific and learned societies and clubs of which he was a member, was entertained by the nobility, and knew everybody of distinction in the political, scientific, artistic, and literary worlds. Returning home, he was made one of the deputies to the Continental Congress, which met in Philadelphia and was also a member of the Pennsylvania Legislature, and a member of the Committee of Safety to prepare the defenses of the province. His most important work was yet to come. In September 1776, he was appointed by vote of Congress the agent to represent in France the United Colonies, which had just declared their independence of Great Britain. Accordingly, he left Philadelphia and arrived in France in December. In our infancy of diplomatic service, the old gentleman of seventy was banker, merchant, judge of admiralty, consul, director of the navy, ambassador to France, and negotiator with England for the exchange of prisoners and for peace. He accomplished his mission with such success that he was the idol of the French nation. Franklin was liked by the French for his social qualities, his scientific accomplishments, his philosophical mind, and his humorous and satirical writings. Moreover, he was worshipped as the personification of liberty. 
His mission in France ended in 1785. The last important work of his life was helping to frame the national document that took the place of the Articles of Confederation, and his plan regarding representation in Congress was the one adopted. The most active period of his life, as he himself has told us, was between his 70th and 80th years. If any statesman ever deserved the name of Grand Old Man, it certainly was Benjamin Franklin. End of section 4